Taking a break from all your words Sure would help a lot Wouldn't you like to get away? Sometimes I wanna go Where everybody sells cocaine The rich are selling coke And the bitches don't be gay all right, welcome back to Batting Around. It's Batting Around. We're a baseball podcast. We are still alive. We do exist. We're recording episodes. Uh, I know it's been a little while since we had one. Uh, unfortunately, still not a ton of baseball news. Didn't have a whole lot to talk about last time. There's a little bit more movement on the lockout, I guess. But I saw today that the that MLB said that they want to go to the federal government <laughs> to help resolve this lockout. That's a good sign. Yeah, it's a great sign. Looks like they were just like, oh fuck, we thought they were gonna fall. No, fall I, I think I think we need to skip the US government and just go right to the only government that can actually do anything. Chairman Z, please. Yeah. Please save my pastime. <laughs> yes. Send drone bombers to Wrigley Field, sir. Send the uh, redacted <laughs> to Wrigley Field. Uh, our podcast is dying. Yeah, please, our please sir. Is dying. Please. Uh, but once again, uh, we're probably we're not going to talk much about that today. If you want, if you want good stuff no. on that, good content on that. Once again, tipping pitches. They keep having smart, relevant people talking about this stuff on there. Go, go listen to them. Yeah, we're not going to do that. Yeah, we we can't compete with that, so we're not going to. We're already no, like. We're not, fucking depressed without having to actually talk about the national pastime under siege by uh corporate uh raiders yeah you know what i'd rather do than do that watch tv yes i I was gonna say put a gun in my mouth but tv's good too (laughs) i like tv they really go hand in hand you know you can you can sit there and watch a couple episodes of tv while you're, uh, you know, polishing your gun, making, you know, cleaning it, making sure that that, that the firing pin and the striker are are, uh, are working well, admiring its beauty. Yeah, you don't want to fuck that up. You want to, no. <laughs> you want to, you want to make sure everything's in good working condition. You don't want to, you don't want to botch that. Taking in the singular finality of it. Sorry, I'll stop. Yeah. Now. <laughs> we're in a mood today, aren't we? We're in a we're in a great mood today. <laughs> Uh, but no, we're gonna we're starting our, our series that uh, three minutes ago we decided is called Couching Around. Couching we're Around. Gonna talk, we're, we're gonna talk about TV shows. We're couching around. Yeah, it's kind of a we had a, I guess a soft launch of it in our last episode. Yeah. Uh, but we're 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 moving to the realms of the American sitcom for yes. this this first episode. When we decided we were gonna do this, we just made a list of baseball episodes of tv and started watching them we picked these two to start with first because they seemed like a good organic pairing to Mm -hmm. put together Mm -hmm. unfortunately uh once we watched them we found out that they're a little thin on actual baseball they're they're wretched they're also just they're terrible shows i'm sorry we're gonna get to this i'm sure but pretty awful these are shows that people incorrectly have nostalgia for anyway sorry please continue those episodes that we'll be talking about it's uh, Cheers, Season 6, Episode 23, The Bar Wars, and Frasier, Season 4, Episode 16, The Unnatural. All right, well, I guess I guess we should start with Cheers. Yeah, yeah. Uh, the, you know, the, the beginning of the Frasier-verse. 
The show <laughs> start there. The bar where everyone knows your name, as if that isn't I an absolutely horrifying premise. Had never seen this. You never seen any Cheers? <laughs> I had never seen any Cheers. Really? Oh, wow. It was weird to me because I was like, because I know it through cultural osmosis. Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah. But like, I and I I had just assumed I had seen it before, and sitting down to watch this episode, I was like. I, I didn't know any of this. I I forgot that. Um, oh, Woody Harrelson. I forgot that what's her name was in it. Oh yeah, I Ray, forgot that Ray Woody. Kirstie Alley. Kirstie Alley. Yeah. 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 For me, Kirstie Alley, uh, I associate her completely with the uh, <laughs> dropped her role in Drop Dead Gorgeous, which is a perfect <laughs> movie. Or the anti-vax movement. I, or I don't know of who, other reactionary who, causes. Or what that is. Yeah, probably half the cast <laughs> at this point is like an anti-vaxxer. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So. I think is, is Woody Harrelson's, like, I think he's kind of a lefty, crunchy anti-vaxxer. Yeah, I think he's, I, well, I don't know if he's an anti-vaxxer or not. I think he's kind of a granola hippie guy. You're right. But, uh, and I don't think, uh, uh, what's his name? Who plays Sam is uh, a reactionary. But uh, the guy who plays Norm is like famously a MAGA psycho now, I think. Yeah, he's a MAGA psycho. Yeah, um, yeah. Kelsey Graham. Also, oh yeah, yeah, big time, huge reactionary. Yeah, I think shit. he's a never Trump guy, but I could be wrong there. I don't, I don't know. He doesn't doesn't seem like it because he's like I, everything I know about his personal life. He is yeah. just like a very... reactionary conservative shithead dullard, which is so funny because he plays this like erudite. He's yeah. also known for playing this erudite. Yeah, he's very stupid as like a dude, but yeah, he is. He's incredibly he's, stupid as a, a dude, dimwit. which just shows you that That's... you know he's. I guess he's a good actor. Yeah, then. that's called acting. Yeah. <laughs> yeah exactly. Exactly. Uh, all right. Well, <laughs> let's get into these episodes. And we promise that the next ones that we do uh, will have a little bit more baseball content be and better be shows. better shows. Yeah. Uh, yes. c- can I can I go ahead and start um, before we get into Cheers too much and say, please, I, I hate Cheers. Um, Cheers is, I think, fondly remembered, not because it was a good show, but because it has an amazing theme song, uh, yes. which is indisputably true. It's got awesome opening credit sequence. The song is wonderful. It's also like the least accurate description of a bar ever, where a bar is like a social place where you get to fraternize with like-minded individuals and be part of a, a, a hodgepodge community of interesting folks from around your town. Bars are not that. Bars are uh, sad and depressing dens of iniquity uh, where uh, people drink themselves to death uh, in sad and and unfunny ways. (laughs) I love them. I go to bars all the time. Yes. But Cheers is like the least, the most disingenuous representation of a bar ever made. Uh, Yeah. So I I am morally opposed to the show Cheers. (laughs) That said, uh, the character of Sam was a former relief pitcher, and that's cool. So... I like that part. He was a Red Sox pitcher, a reliever (laughs) in the 70s. It is so wild to me watching this because it's, like, so ingrained in our culture as, like, Mm -hmm. one of the, like, formative American sitcoms. Mm -hmm. And the entire time I'm I'm sitting there, I'm like, this just reminds me of It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia, but worse. (laughs) But, like, because it's, like, earnest and, and, you know... Oh shucksy! Yeah, it's it's misogyny is a little less ironic. It doesn't lean into it doesn't (laughs) lean into Uh. like you you take the concept of a show where which is a bunch of fucking drunks and weirdos (laughs) hanging out in a bar all day every day. That isn't heartwarming. 
That isn't <laughs> like you're not no, going to learn no. any life lessons there. You're just going to spend time with the fucking the biggest freaks that crawl around in the sludge of your shitty city and Sunny does does it correctly in it's just like yeah, these people are the worst and mm-hmm. um they deserve all of the horrible things that happen to them because they're huge pieces of shit and this one it's just like yeah uh yeah they're all fun wacky people and it's just like keeps having to reinvent scenarios for them to be in the bar but they're all painted as like like normal people like those people can't be normal no no Uh, and i i think part of the reason why it's aged particularly poorly is like you said more contemporary show and, and sitcoms tend to age poorly. That's true for the genre, but I think Cheers especially uh, has aged poorly because, like you said, it's if, if it was a show being made today, it would be very ironic about like these are all terrible people. Um, we're much more comfortable with that idea now because uh, at the time Cheers was in the air, irony hadn't actually been invented yet. No, uh, that was actually Nirvana in 1992 who came up with that idea, <laughs> which is just a little bit before. They had a little Cheers bit of overlap, but uh, but just Cheers barely, did not adapt. Yeah. To irony before no, uh, they went off. No, that was all happening on the West Coast. And, and I think '93 or something. Like Seattle, yeah. Right, yeah. I mean, sitcoms in general do not age well <laughs> at no, all. No, and you can't really fault that necessarily. Yeah. but this is like yeah. it is a higher quality show than like the other sitcoms of the era. Uh, the I other disagree, ones are not good. Like other. Mm, yeah, I, I don't think this is the same good. time as Taxi, and Taxi's magnificent. Ta- yeah, okay, Taxi's good. <laughs> Ta- Sorry, that's Ta- the one I have. One Most of them are bad. Taxi yeah. is really legit- legitimately very good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. I agree with that. Does Taxi have a baseball episode? Sadly, no. We should probably still watch it anyway because it'd be better to talk about. Let's <laughs> actually. Like, the actual episode about. here is like a classic sitcom conceit. Um, Jay, do you have do you have notes on it? Um, I, I did not write any notes down. I did not take notes on this like I usually do for our episodes because I don't respect. Uh, yeah, the the basic premise of this is that uh-huh. uh, their rival bar uh, yes. down the street. Gary's. A thing bars really have. Yeah, rival bars. Yeah, yeah. rival. Um, they're they're in a prank war with them because mm-hmm. Gary's beats them at everything except this one thing that happened ages a ago. bowling game. bowling yeah it was bowling, bowling. Mm-hmm. uh they beat them in bowling like two years ago and they're still proud of it uh and they don't find this shameful yeah. in any way at, sad all. at all so um, so i spent the first couple minutes of the episode thinking like so they're gonna like play another sport they're gonna dude, play softball same like, yeah i was like okay so the they're gonna episode. do like a softball yeah. game together but no that would, no. that would require leaving the set and leaving the yeah. set is expensive so they didn't want to do that. When, when, uh, a couple minutes in, when I was like, I started, you know, scrolling through the episode to see like, <laughs> all right, yeah. yeah, it's like, does this ever go to like a softball field or something? <laughs> uh, no, no, it does not. No. <laughs> it does not. No. Somehow no. this wound up though on like list of baseball episodes uh, for a reason that we'll get into uh, yeah, shortly. Yeah. But like, uh, very, very, very weak. Whoever put this yeah. on all of those lists uh shame you are yeah, there, uh, terrible at your job yeah there are like baseball episodes that are more like se- where baseball is more central to the plot of cheers like there's episodes where like sam malone goes back to try pitching again or is visited by former players um who he played with at the time right or, like i mean if you get if you if you want we can 
we can go watch those and do like three or four cheers episodes you want to keep watching the show i i'm trying to lay off the suicidal ideation on this on the pod Steve, please let me move, retire that horrifying bit um yeah, so it's a, there's a, a prank horror between these two bars. That's it escalates from uh, like they cut off the stools at Cheers, so they put like a fart bomb in the air circulator. They they did I did think one that was funny was um, uh, uh, the rival bar is hosting a boxing match. Oh yeah, that was good. Deal. Yeah. Uh, and, uh, and they say that they have the the biggest TV in a bar in the Boston area. <laughs> Can and I tell you? It's very funny, like looking at the old, like you know, giant big screen TV, and the the screen is like probably like forty eight inches or something. Yeah, it's like fifty. It's like a fifty five inch TV at most. Yeah. <laughs> they walked into the bar before that scene, and for the life of me, I'm like, that's a weird wall. <laughs> and then later on when the scene when they were like playing the tv i'm like that's a fucking tv yeah yeah <laughs> holy shit yeah the the one the one of the only notes i took about this episode though was when sam and carla go to gary's and say you know what we're going to beat you in one area and that's maturity and that's where why we've brought uh, some champagne for for you and your uh, and your customers, and and they're like, oh, that's very nice, thank you. And they break out the glasses and they pour <laughs> a couple bottles of champagne for everybody. And Sam and Carla hold it up in a toast to Gary's. Everyone toasts to Gary's, and then you see everyone drink from it besides Sam and Carla, and then you know spit it out <laughs> and like. They don't say it's piss. They probably couldn't get that past the censors, but like clearly they made everyone what? there drink piss. You don't you no, not see no. this? No, no. No, you badly misread the scene. What? No. That they explain like 10 seconds after that that like they swapped out the glasses that everyone has. And they're giving them like novelty glasses that spill on you. Oh, I totally misread oh, that. Oh. I missed you... that too. They I literally missed that say too. That. Like that those are words they say. Oh. <laughs> I, which is, I, which I watched is a much this. worse prank. That's a much worse prank. prank. Yeah, I thought like they made him drink piss, and I was like, "Damn, that's like you got him forever if you made him drink piss." <laughs> no, it's so much worse. Like, that's, like yeah, even conceptually, the the glag the gag glasses don't work. Yeah. Because like, how does a bar get several hours into operation this, without anyone noticing that all of their glasses have been switched? Yeah, this episode just got about eighty percent worse. <laughs> than it the. The only pranks, <laughs> the only pranks that were funny to me were the the stool, the stool the one. Stool was a good really visual good gag. Visual yeah. gag. Yeah. And I loved the sheep in Kirstie Alley's office. That yeah. was funny. Yeah. yeah. That, was, that was good. And then the good the Woody line where he's like, "I thought it <laughs> smelled like home in here." Like, <laughs> yeah, that's that's funny. Yeah. When, uh, Woody was funny on that show. There. Mm. Yeah, he had a really good physical comedy bit in this where he tries to like jump over the bar. Oh yes. God! Canada. Yes, no, that was good. Too. And that was like a very like nice, quick, not not held on for too long gag. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. He, you know, there's a certain like he has he had an, uh, an effortlessness to him when he was doing comedic stuff that um, shines through even in kind of a mediocre show. Yeah, there's a reason that like this like launched his career. You know, yeah, he, he yeah. was good on it. Um, but the, actually, the 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 actual best prank, because this is actually a very good way to fuck with people. Mm-hmm. Uh, take it away, Jane. Okay, so Sorry, <laughs> the you. final prank uh, of the episode, Gary's uh, go, Gary com, Gary of Gary's 
comes over to Cheers and says, all right, this can't go on. This situation is untenable for both of us. <laughs> so as a peace offering, I'm, but I'm friends with Wade Boggs, Boston great Wade Boggs. <laughs> and I'm going to send him over here to hang out for a while, sign some autographs, chit-chat with everybody from Cheers uh, as, as like a peace offering. Um, and of and the people at Cheers initially are like, oh yeah, that's awesome. And then eventually <laughs> they start, they get in their own heads and they think, wait a minute, no, he's fucking with us still. Mm-hmm. It's gonna be a fake Wade Boggs. We're gonna kiss this guy's ass, and then Gary's gonna come in here and laugh at us for being a bunch of fucking idiots <laughs> for uh, for falling for this. And so, but eventually Wade Boggs shows up. It's the real Wade Boggs, but none of them believe it. They, uh, they like, it is kind of funny watching this group of like pathetic bar flies just like try to menace Wade Boggs. <laughs> and he's yeah. like, oh, okay. Yeah, uh, yeah, <laughs> like, right. Oh, well, perhaps one of the best third basemen of all time yes. uh, is, is, has very little in terms of screen presence in this. Well, yeah, that's every time, pretty much every time an athlete tries Any to baseball, do that sort of stuff. Yeah, yeah. it's yeah. very like Cody Ballinger in Assassin's Creed. Flat oh, my God. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, where uh, like, it's like they don't know how to talk into a mic, really. They don't, like, project at all. They don't, yeah. no. And this is years before there was any media coaching for that. Yeah. It is remarkably bad. Uh, they, they hadn't invented media coaching. <laughs> no, but he's not actually <laughs> in it for point. very long. He's only no. this, it's only like a 30-second scene where he's on screen. It um, is. But they, they managed to, like, get his pants off of him. Yeah. And just, they, like, please the bar without his pants. They, they, they yeah, they pants him. Yeah. Yeah, they pants him. They uh, they run him out of the bar, and then they look through his wallet, and they're like, wow, Gary really did a did a <laughs> uh, lot of work to make this one. Look at this. He's got an ID that says Wade Boggs. He's got <laughs> credit cards that say Wade Boggs. Uh, and that's when they realize that they have basically sexually assaulted the real Wade Boggs. <laughs> yes, yes. And the, the, the part of the conceit that's funny to me is the idea that, like, in his prime, six foot two, two hundred something, two hundred pounds, yeah. uh, solid muscle Wade Boggs is remotely physically intimidated by Norm Peterson. By these fucking people. <laughs> yeah, by, by uh, Rhea by, Perlman. By, Rhea, by by four foot ten Rhea Perlman, <laughs> and uh, the, the the most physically fit person in the bar is the the mailman because he walks all day. Like <laughs> that's a solid you know little sitcom. Conceit. I would like that's... to. Um... The other note that I made when I was watching this is that I probably have about uh, six mutual followers on Twitter that are about 15 years away from being exactly Cliff Clavin. Like, they're mailmen and everything. Like, <laughs> and are, like, going to be that guy very soon. Oh, yeah. No, Twitter kind of encourages that, that like, the norm thinking of, like, well, you're, you're, anybody who wants likes talking a lot is... is like a, a, a polymath genius on every subject. That's a very right. Twitter guy. I mean, we're all guilty of it from time to time. Oh, for sure. On, on the Twitter. But, for sure. Uh, well, that's that episode. That's pretty much <laughs> the yeah, whole thing. Um, I don't think there's really anything else there, right? I no, I yeah. much preferred the the Wade Boggs episode of It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia. Yeah, much, there, much yeah, more solid. Yeah. Even the Wade Boggs cameo in The Simpsons is another all-timer. Oh, yeah. This yeah, we'll really eventually get to Wade that. Boggs, uh, thing. Yeah. Yeah, yeah like, I, I don't know. Cheers is a strange cultural institution. I don't, maybe not an institution, but I think it's probably its moment is faded. When I was growing up, it was very much, like, cemented as, like, oh, the gold huge. standard of, of sitcom. Yeah, my parents, um, my parents watched it 
all the time. Yeah. I, but I for a baseball, yeah. Yeah, but for, yeah. for a baseball fan, there's stuff here. Like, they're, they're you know, it's, it's an omnipresent... Th- Boston sports in general are a theme throughout the show. Um, and there's there's more baseball stuff than this. If, if you're really just like a diehard looking for something in the offseason, um, you, you can't do a lot worse, but you can do a little worse. Yeah, you can do a, you can do a little worse. Uh, yeah. It, it, yeah. It, it, it strikes me as, I don't, like, I I think it's bad, but I it's really hard to judge from this point in time because of just how fucking... Yeah. dated this yeah. medium is like that's yeah are there any of these anymore sitcoms yeah there's sitcoms oh, but like God, yeah. in but no 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 i i know there are sitcoms but like what's what's like what's, workplace sitcom? what's the what's the yeah um uh like you're, you're thinking like of multi-camera like, uh, multi-cam like... yeah cam? yeah Multi- those. yeah there's a lot of multi-cam sitcoms yeah oh god there's tons on. of them still huh they yeah. still do pretty well yeah um yeah turn on fucking cbs or ABC oh, I guess like Big Bang Theory is yeah. is one of those. Yeah, there's still okay, tons. Yeah. There's still tons of them. It's still like relatively cheap and easy to shoot, especially if you're just doing it around a single seat place like uh, a bar. Yeah, mm. yeah. It's definitely faded in popularity. The the multicam sitcom just because it's gone from being omnipresent, what every comedy is. To, really, I think it was The Office was the thing that uh, turned around the industry. Not that it was the first, but it was one that was the most popular. That For sure. I think kind of made right. this this single cam uh seem more viable for sure that's uh that terrible episode of cheers <laughs> <laughs> that's all the baseball that was in it was uh oh, yeah. basically just an appearance by wade boggs <laughs> who you know who doesn't who doesn't love wade boggs wade boggs w- is great we're wade all boggs wade carpet boggs world here. wade boggs carpet world <laughs> we get a lot more baseball in the fraser episode which is to say still not it's at still least, pre- barely anything. At least softball is like a, a plot point <laughs> yeah. in <Yes>. it. <laughs> yes. So like, let's move on to that one. Yeah. Uh, that is uh, season four, episode 16, The Unnatural. Yeah. And, uh, and I think maybe we should preface this for if anybody's a younger viewer who doesn't know. Frasier was kind of a spinoff of Cheers. Yes. Uh, it takes one of the bar characters who's in the episode of Cheers we watched, uh, Frasier Crane, and uh, repositions him in Seattle as a, a, a talk, like a, a talk radio therapist, which is something that used to be a thing. Zoomers won't know this, but at one point you would like call in mm-hmm. and talk to a man who was supposedly educated about mental health on the phone about your problems, and a million people in your city would listen to it and be like, yeah. "I'm glad I don't have that guy's fucking problems." Uh, <laughs> yes. Now, now we podcast. And, uh, <laughs> exactly. Exactly. <laughs> Uh, now now we hang out in you. Twitch yeah. chats and tell uh, <laughs> somebody playing fucking uh, Fortnite that uh, we that they helped us through a dark time and you know <laughs> that that you know when we were really depressed and almost killed ourselves their Fortnite stream really uh, really saved yeah. us. Yeah, it's much better. It's yeah. <laughs> the mental health across the average has gone way up. Yeah. Uh, I'm surprised there hasn't been any sort of comeback in that considering all of the people who would talk about how they don't have insurance and that it's really hard to get into a therapist you know like it's hard oh, hard sure. to find one like a, a twitch mental like a therapist who you just call in with your problems and yeah they spend 15 minutes saying that you're problematic for uh feeling this way and, yeah um, <laughs> uh yeah that'd be great i'd totally watch that yeah uh, <laughs> frazier um 
I I didn't get so having never seen Cheers. Uh huh. I have seen Frasier. Uh huh. Um, you are a gay man. <laughs> is that a thing? Oh yeah. I think I think Frasier has like a a, a meme life now that's kind of coming yes, around. Like there's a lot of does. like Frasier meme shit posting groups on Facebook yeah. and whatnot. It's Twitter. a it's like yeah. it is a better show. I but, still think it's a very good show, but it's a better show. Yeah, yeah, it's a it's a better show, but there is this weird life that it's taken on. Where like yeah. a lot of people on Twitter and on the internet will like be like, no, this fucking goes actually. Like no, this is really good. No. It does no, it does not go. Sorry, it, it does it, not slap. It kind of positions itself as like a smarter than the average sitcom because they yeah. go to the opera and shit. But it's all the exact same sitcom tropes and structures and like every single problem would be solved with a cell phone or someone saying, I'm sorry, I didn't hear what you said. Can you repeat that? Right. Um. Because it's, it's not it's all the exact same shit. They just use three syllable words. Yeah, the show isn't smart. The characters are portrayed theoretically, smart. yeah, like they're portrayed as smart. Exactly. Like Fraser and Niles are very like snooty, erudite like, men. Yeah, exactly. But they're they're both really dumb, especially Niles. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and that's like the source of a lot of the comedy shows. Like they're they're very smart in this one, but in in these certain academic ways. But in real life lessons, they're idiots. Yeah, uh, and it, in fairness, I think they're both. It's a really well cast show. Everyone on it mm-hmm. is really good. Yes, mm-hmm. including Niles, who's uh, David Hyde Pierce. I yeah. think is like a genuinely really funny and smart uh, comic performance. Yeah, but. Um, the actual show itself is, is not particularly amusing. No. I don't know. Um, if you like it, it's fine. Please don't yell at please don't yell at me. I think uh I think the the dog does a lot for people liking the show. It's a, it's a great dog. In <laughs> fairness, it's a great dog. It's a, um, Eddie is one of the great T V dogs for sure. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Really carries like the a, show sometimes. Yeah. Uh, but anyway, the uh, concept of this show is that Frazier's kid is coming into town because he's a deadbeat dad, much like uh, in real life, I think. Um, yes. <laughs> you can watch uh, uh, one, I think, really, yeah, Real Housewives of Beverly Hills. He is on some of those, and it's very. Is fun. he really? I was Wait, totally joking. Wait, what? Yeah, his, his uh, I think his ex wife now, I, I don't remember oh, her, wow. his wife, uh, was a cast member of Real Housewives of Beverly Hills for a while. Um, very funny. I don't funny. believe she is anymore. But yeah, I knew there was like some pretty dark shit. If I recall. Oh, wow. So anyway, so his kid is coming into town, and his kid's one wish, uh, being a little child in uh, probably 1992 or something, uh, is to tour the Microsoft headquarters. Mm-hmm. Uh, he really wants to visit the Microsoft headquarters, and Frazier spends the first few minutes of the show trying to arrange a way to go tour the the Microsoft headquarters. But they don't do tours. They don't. They don't do tours now, and uh, he doesn't have the clout as a, a radio talk show host to arrange a tour like he thinks he does. That's, but it doesn't really matter because the kid changes his mind immediately as soon as he finds out that Frazier's office has a softball team. Something that yeah. a lot of jobs. Meanwhile, his have. his extremely hot coworkers are playing softball and are begging him to play softball. You look at Kelsey Grammer. You look at Dr. Fraser Crane, and you go. That's a very funny concept, you yeah, playing softball. He tries to get a um, an in at Microsoft by going to his producer, Roz, who is the uh, the, the, the woman uh, that, yeah, she's the producer of the show. Um, she is a mm-hmm. sassy broad with attitude to spare. 
Yeah, uh, she holds up. There's a meme of her holding up a sign that says "I'm Union." That that's people how love. people will recognize that as yeah. that's mm-hmm. her. Yeah, people love that one on Twitter in the, in the sound booth. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, well, that she, you know, because she used to date a Microsoft executive, but it ended poorly. And Fraser uh, convinces her to give him a call by uh, guilting her and leveraging a story that she once probably told him in a vulnerable moment about how she really wanted to see Bobby Sherman as a child, uh, really dating the show here. Um, <laughs> she wanted to see Bobby Sherman as a child, but her mom wouldn't uh, bring her to see it, and so she cried herself to sleep on her Bobby Sherman pillow. So she uh, she calls uh, and finds out that her breakup with that executive uh, drove him to uh, life as a priest, that he's uh, uh, <laughs> in a, like a cloister or something. Uh, I think there are seven. Wild how often that happens on TV. Yeah, really, really, really strange. Always sunny. That's what happened with mm-hmm. uh, with Cricket. <laughs> Cricket. Yeah, it's because pr- joining the. Uh, it's because Catholicism is inherently very funny. Yeah, yeah. everyone yeah. loves a good gag about uh, uh, an adult man living in a seminary by himself. Yeah. Sure, sure. <laughs> uh, but can't do that. But while he's talking to Roz about that, uh, his son. Um, what the fuck is his son name? It's probably, probably like Alfred. Frederick. Or Frederick. Matter. Yeah, be like Kieran today or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, Frederick is talking to the host of the sports show on the network, Bulldog. Yeah. Uh, and Bulldog's and, great. Yeah. yeah Bulldog, Bulldog is a great here. part of the show, yeah. actually. He's, Roz he's and Bulldog. I would love. It. I would watch a spinoff of just those. Yeah, two. for sure. They'd be great coworkers. Yeah, I could get along with them in the workplace just fine. Way yeah. better than with Fraser, who I think yeah. does a lot of sexual harassment. Yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Fraser, Fraser seems like he would um, be on the receiving end of a lot of like um, accusations where it's like, yeah, he didn't like you know sexually assault anyone or anything, but he made like really bad advances. Yeah, really, yeah, really no. clumsy, Fraser, poorly received advances. In, in the in the in the world of the show, where it keeps going into the future, uh, at the first like Zoom meeting in the pandemic world, Fraser pulled his dick out as soon as the call because he thought the call was over. Yeah, he too been uh, for sure. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, Fraser uh, Fraser Crane is definitely Tubin, and that's um, when he retires in like canonically. Yeah, right. Isn't but Tubin back? He yeah, yeah yeah. There's no consequences for cool. people. No, that yeah level. he's yeah he's fine. Yeah, he's fine. Don't he's don't fine. worry no about Jeffrey Tubin. There's no reason to ever worry about his career. Yeah, yeah, he was always going to be laying on his feet. Frederick is talking to Bulldog, um, and uh, because Bulldog and Roz came in talking about their softball game, mm-hmm. uh, which, which critically already... needs one more person. Huh? Yeah, which critically needs another person, one right. more person. Yeah. Right, mm-hmm. but she, uh, the, just from this like thirty second conversation, uh, <laughs> there's more baseball related content than mm-hmm. there is in that in like basically that entire Cheers episode <laughs> we just <laughs> talked about. Uh, Roz talks about uh, driving in, uh, driving in a run, and uh, you know that the throw goes to the plate, so she tries to push it to a double. Uh, and gets tagged out and is complaining about it. Frazier's like, well, I don't know why you drove to the gap in the middle of the game. You know, it's like, haha, these nerds don't know uh, about sports. But so anyway, later, Frederick, Bulldog, are talking. Uh, and Frederick's like, why don't you, well, you need a second baseman for your game. Why don't you have my dad play for you? Which Bulldog laughs at and says, uh, and then Frederick's like, what, is he not any good? And he's like, oh, you know, trying not to embarrass the kid, embarrass the dad in front of his kid, just like, oh, no, he's uh, he's great. He's he's uh, he's the best. 
It's like, all right, well, then have him, <laughs> have him play softball. Frazier comes back into the room, finding out that he can't go to uh, tour Microsoft, uh, only to learn in horror that Frederick instead wants to watch him play softball. Um, and, you know, stereotypical uh, mm-hmm. nerd, he is no good at sports. So And he knows it. Yeah. Yep. He, so there's our <laughs> there's our tension in the show here. Uh, is him yeah. where he's got to learn how to play softball. Um, and, and there's yeah. a total of one episode uh, or one scene at a batting cage. Uh, again, though, more con- more baseball related content than mm-hmm. the we'll take it than yeah. anything. Yeah, else. he's yeah, a batting we'll cage it. with his dad, and they're talking about father son stuff. It's very yeah. it's well, very you know the kind of the central. Uh, theme of the like a lot of these episodes had like a very like elementary psychological aspect to them yeah. that was because he's a psychologist in the show and they wanted to kind of play off those elements uh, and he is like con- convinced that it's very uh, uh, damaging to a child's psyche the first time they realize their dad is not good at everything right um, yeah. which I um, think is insane I, I yeah, yeah. Did you, do either of you have any memory of like the first time your dad was less than per like like of course dads aren't perfect like i i just realized i don't have like a singular defining moment where i realized that i, th- I think it was kind of weird to have that yeah Not my really. dad was an alcoholic so i caught on pretty early yeah yeah like bad dads are good dads just like you you kind of figure it out through osmosis more than i think from like a singular event for the most part for sure but it's but everybody in the show has like their moment where they remember their their dad was uh, less than perfect and they all they all go through it it's all just like goofy bullshit right um, and yeah and like yeah and it's sitcom bullshit like uh you know marty their fraser and niles's dad who was like a boston cop uh the the thing that they realize about him is that he can't do math in his head and that's what disappoints yeah. them uh uh-huh. not you know any of the other things that I'm sure are wrong with a Boston cop from like the fifties. Yeah. Know. Oh God. Yeah. And it was, it was like calculating a, the tip on a, a bill. He couldn't calculate the tip on a bill in his head. And yeah. like, uh, Oh yeah. Yeah. Which by the way, they, they're the, the, like they have like little title cards in between like acts of whatever. Mm-hmm. And the title card for that portion was like, Oh, it's, their prescribed tip amount is like 15 percent yeah and I'm just like exceptional service or something like that yeah, yeah it's like no that's yeah. not accurate yeah, i don't I think, think that was accurate in 1997 but it's definitely not accurate yeah. today yeah no it is it is for uh you know stingy upper boss. class people yeah 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 yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. they they definitely people like fraser crane yeah they definitely who, think that they're yeah. doing you a huge favor when they leave 15 percent yeah for sure people who like yeah no i demand service you're yes. servicing me yeah not so much a b plot but a little running thing through oh the, my god the show we have too. to talk about yeah we have to talk about the niles thing yeah is uh <laughs> when Fre- when frederick is there uh with you know visiting his dad they have uh they have like a caretaker a live-in caretaker that lives mm-hmm. with fraser and marty uh, named Daphne, uh, a hot Irish woman who she helps. She's very hot. Yeah, she is super she's very hot. hot. Uh, great accent. Yeah, and in- insanely hot. Um, and she, uh, yeah, she's like Marty's caretaker, kind of. And mm-hmm. Frederick and Niles both have like gigantic crushes <laughs> on her. Uh, and it's funny they they just like don't. It's it's like a long running thing with 
Niles. Um, Frederick is a child. Yeah, Frederick is a child. <laughs> and Niles spends the entire episode jealous of the attention that Daphne is paying this child who is flirting with her, yeah. but in the way that a child would. Right. And right. Niles is getting genuinely upset. Yeah, 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 yeah. He's like, this isn't healthy, Fraser. And you like, have to put a stop to this. And, like, the show is doing it as a bit. Like, the yeah. show acknowledges that this is, like, really weirdo behavior. For sure. But I don't think it acknowledges it to the extent that it is. Like, No, no not at all. Uh, from either end. Like, I think I think if I was Daphne in that situation and a little kid was acting like that to me and, like, trying to, like, see my boobs and stuff, I'd be a little, I'd be a little freaked out. I'd be like... <laughs> And she plays it very. Oh no, it's sweet. He's a little. He's a little oh, tight. He's a little yeah. little rascal. Um, I would be like, dude, you're not getting dessert. This is fucked. Knock it off. Um, <laughs> no, you me. cannot crawl you into know. bed with me. No, that's like, weird, dude. Yeah, no, normal. Yeah. Sexual harassment runs in the family, I guess. Also, it's huh? a funny thing on this show, um, just in general on this show, that they have David Hyde Pierce playing straight. Uh, oh God, it's so very funny. funny. It's very, it's very funny. Uh, like Kelsey Grammer um, pretending that he's smart and David Hyde Pierce pretending that he's straight are uh, are, are pretty funny. Incredible. Oh, also, yeah. uh, the Bulldogs actor's gay, which yes, I he is. accidentally yeah, found out while yeah. I was going through stuff. And like, I remember my dad mentioning that like every time Fraser was on. <laughs> I remember looking him. I remember looking him up because I remember seeing him and going. Well, first of all, going hot, and then going, do I know him from anything? And I don't, I didn't. But then I was like, oh, he's living with his husband in New Hampshire, yep. or some, yep. New Hampshire awesome. or some shit. Yeah, he was so like this... he was like openly uh-huh. gay, like back in the nineties, pretty early, like early 90s, yeah. So this yeah. is like one of the first documented instances of, of a sports gay representation. Okay, it is. so we should be more respectful of like the. the the legacy in that we're in we're in the shadow of his of of his legacy. But I mean, legacy. his yeah. character on the show is like the coos hound, though. Obviously, very yeah. Yeah, yeah. Nineties, yeah. they can't actually show you can't actually show like a, a, a gay person on TV unless it's like in the context of them dying of AIDS. Right. Like, well, actually, you know, no. This is isn't this in Will and Grace era? I think it's a little before Will and Grace. It's a little. Like a I think it's years. a little bit before. Will and Grace before. is like the par- the the. Mm. the one where everyone was like, oh, yeah, you can have a gay best friend, and, and they're uh, safe and not really very sexual, and it's, it's cool. Yeah. The first episode of Cheers, actually, is uh, um, about the everybody at the bar shaming a guy for um, disowning his gay son. Really? What? Yes. Wow. Uh, a co- what year a was years- that? Uh, it was, I mean, like, 84 or something like that. Holy shit. Yeah. Uh, I, yeah. I remember a couple of years ago at a friend's house uh, just hanging out, smoking weed, and we're talking to uh, one of our, like, Zoomer coworkers um, who said he had never seen Cheers, and we put on the first episode, and I was like, ah, oh, that's, <laughs> that, that's kind of a surprise. Yeah. Because yeah. Like, I remember it... watching Cheers in syndication throughout the 90s, and they definitely never showed that one in syndication. No, I guess not. I, yeah. I don't like Boston in 1984. Like they're lucky they're like not talking about how you should be the kid with a bottle. Like, yeah, no shit, <laughs> no shit. But yeah, this, so back to this episode of Frasier. So it's just resolved by um, Frasier talking to Frederick and being like, "Well, you know, there's comes a time when you find out your dad's not perfect, and uh, you're gonna watch me play softball tomorrow." <laughs> I'm going to be terrible at it. Cause he's like, when they show him at the batting cages, 
He's falling yeah, over. Yeah. It's like one of the uh, the worst, you know, examples of of hitting that you'll yeah. you'll ever see. Really, really. It's terrible. quality slapstick flopping. Yeah. Yes. He's, yeah. Uh, all over the place. He's like injuring himself, like rotating. Yeah. Right. Poor form. And so. He tells that to Frederick. He breaks that to him. And Frederick's like, no, I know you're not perfect. Like, I've seen you run before. Like, <laughs> like uh, yeah, I know you're not, like, an athlete. It's like, I know you're not perfect. Uh, and, you know, that's pretty much the resolution <laughs> of the show. Um, yeah, they don't do they do not do the, the the softball game. No. No, no. No. Which, you know, they also don't want to leave this. They already left the set once. It's that's getting true. expensive. They got to split that budget over like 40 episodes a season. So. Right. They used all three of their sets that they use in Frasier, which is uh, Frasier's apartment, the, uh, the news uh, or the, the radio station studio and the uh, coffee shop, the Seattle coffee mm-hmm. shop. Those are the three places I did, they go on that show. I did really like how much fucking coffee these freaks drank. Like it's Seattle in the 90s. Every Yeah, yeah, exactly. Really like... like it's like every sitcom is essentially about a beverage of its time. Like Cheers was about <laughs> domestic lager in the eighties, and mm-hmm. uh, Frasier is about uh, third wave coffee in Seattle. And sherry, in the 90s. they're always drinking and sherry. Sher- yeah, yeah, yeah. The the famous like intellectual beverage sherry. Yeah. As we all know to this day, you like only Harvard grads ever ever touch that stuff. Yeah. I've only ever like heard of it used in cooking. Like that's it. I've never seen anyone ever yeah. drink that ever. Yeah, yeah. I, I think that's a, like very much a holdover of like older drinking culture before like cocktails were good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Back when back when cocktails like just did not make any sense, and if you make them nowadays, they just like taste like fucking uh, <laughs> espresso martini or whatever. Yeah, the and the worse than that. That's now, very yeah. modern compared to like what old what old ones. Oh were. yeah, no, that's what I mean. Like that's like yeah. a contemporary cocktail. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Original is like anything more advanced than like gin and olive juice is, is getting pretty complicated. Yeah, and even that's like oh, this is kind of classic. This is this is normal. They were just like throwing shit from their yeah. like you know out, out in their you know workshop into drinks. Yeah, the tiki the tiki cocktail was outre, and they were mm-hmm. in kind of uncharted territory for putting, a while. Yeah. Putting antifreeze into stuff, you know. <laughs> yeah. All right. Well, that's those two episodes. <laughs> uh, not not a ton of baseball in those. We mostly spent this episode just shitting on <laughs> these two TV shows, the concept of TV in general, of TV sitcoms. But we'll be back. Yeah, we've but got more coming. We've got more coming. Yeah, um, yeah. We'll have yeah, we'll have much better ones. We're gonna. We're, <laughs> uh, I'm I'm I don't know. We gotta start somewhere. Yeah, I, we're gonna have ones that have a, that are a lot more have a lot more baseball in them and are just better shows that will be more That's fun right. to talk about. More anime. Yeah, more anime coming up oh, for yeah. sure too. I'm that looking forward to the anime most of all. Yeah, definitely, definitely. All right, uh, but that's all we got for this episode. So. Thank you, Lauren. Thank you, Stephen. And we will see everyone next week. We're gonna we're gonna try to record again, uh, get the, get this more regular again because who knows if baseball is coming back anytime soon? Where it doesn't look like we're gonna get spring training on time. So, or we definitely aren't gonna get spring training on time. So, we need a. We may know. be doing this a lot longer than we anticipated. <laughs> You know what? That's okay. I'm 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 all right with talking about TV for a while. We've got a year and a half of baseball talk. Down. Absolutely, absolutely. Yeah, we need we need yeah. to mix it up some. So so talking about TV for a while will be nice. 
All right. Well, thanks for listening, everybody. And thanks for sticking with us throughout this offseason. We'll see you next week. Baby, I hear the blues are calling. Cause Alice and Scramble Day. Baby, it's Scramble Day. Yeah. And maybe I see my big Well, yeah, maybe. But I got you back. Salad scramble, but I don't know what to do with those tossed salad and scramble days. They're calling again. Scramble.